and we are back with another signee and this is one that you've all been waiting for how do i know that because we keep getting inboxes dms messages where's seven we want seven well seven's a busy man but in a good way because he's been getting ready uh, he's been practicing working out getting ready to hit Jacktown. but we finally got him welcome to tiger talk with the 1400 club seven mcgee Hey, what's up, man? It's an honor and blessed to be on here. And I thank the man above, one, for giving me the opportunity and just blessed to be welcoming from the Jackson State community and just ready to get to work, man. Blessed. No doubt, no doubt. You say you're ready to get to work, but we know you've already been putting in work because all of the fans are following you on social media. So we'll get to that in a second. But first of all, man, congratulations on signing with Jackson State. Now, that caught everybody off guard. Well, most people. I can't say everybody, but I, I don't think many fans were expecting that or even knew that we were in the mix and when we got the announcement, it was just a huge surprise. So I know fans are ecstatic, and you seem pretty pumped yourself, right? Oh yes, sir. It was um, it was it was a it was a really hard decision for me, but at the end of the day, I found out where my home was, and then I went with it. You know what I'm saying? I went with the man above. I uh, talked with my family, and uh, I made the best decision for me. I could have went power five. A lot of people asked me why I go there when yeah. Dion's leaving. Uh, I feel like as a as a young adult, you make decisions based on yourself, and you make decisions to better yourself, not just about who's there and what it comes with and what you bring to the table and just what somebody else brings to the table. But I feel like I made the decision because I feel like coach TC is the best decision for me and what I can do for myself. Yeah. So, and you made a comment on an Instagram post about you could have gone, cause I know people, I'm, I'm assuming people were questioning decision or just asking you what was behind the decision. And you let it be known that you could have gone power five and you let it be known that I think someone asked you, did you know that Dion's not there anymore? You said, yeah, I do. I do. So just let's talk about the reaction from the friends and family members when they realized you were going to Jackson State. That's crazy. Only only one person really knew I was going to Jackson State. Uh, and it was kind of my mother. She knew. I was talking to her about going to HBCU, but I didn't know it was going to be Jackson State. Mm -hmm. I was kind of um, talking to fam, you a little bit. Uh -oh. uh, Jackson State wasn't in the mix. I reached out to Coach Taylor myself personally oh, okay. to um, talk to him and everything. And uh when I got on the phone with him, it was just an instant connection. Uh, and I loved the way he um, carried himself. He loved the way I carried myself. And it was just connection from there. So he really sold it on that standpoint and the history behind JSU. And just I'm a big Walter Payton fan. So finding okay. out he went to JSU was uh, big for me. Okay. So you thought about going to an HBCU. You said that was going to be an option. And then you said you reached out to Jackson State. So of all the HBCUs out there, what made you reach out to Jackson State to begin with? It was kind of like um, not really knowing a lot about uh, HBCUs and a lot of kids, when you were four or five star, you want to go power five. You want to go, you know what I'm saying, go to these big schools, but you don't really hear too much about HBCU. So when Deion Sanders went to Jackson State, okay, now you put him on the stepping stool. Uh, Travis Hunter put him on the stepping stool. So it's like you learn more and more and more, and then you do your research about it and learn your history, and it's like, why not come back and play for your people? Why not come back and put on for your people? So it's just really that. Wow. So talk a little bit more about the conversations with uh, Coach T.C. Taylor. What you can share, obviously, some of it is going to be things that will be kept between uh, you two. But just give us a little bit more about how those conversations went and how the relationship started to build and develop. Um, It just it just felt like uh, a fatherhood. Like uh, mm. he would talk to me as my dad would talk to me. And it was mm. like as a as a player, you want that connection with a coach. And obviously, it's a business, but you want that connection with a coach, somebody you feel like you can trust, somebody you feel like who's going to be there for you when football's over, because football's not for long. It uh, it will go one day. Everybody, you at the end of the day, you got to go get a job and be a husband, have kids. And after that, that's the type of things you want in your life. So I feel like Coach Taylor will be 
one of those coaches that will be at a wedding or be there mm. when you when you need somebody to talk to. So it's just mm. really that beyond football for me. So wow. Wow, that's huge. Now, you said your mom was pretty much the only one who knew. So once you made the announcement, what was the reaction? What were the comments and messages, text messages, inboxes like from friends and family members, other family members? Uh, being from New York, it was like, he was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> why are you going to Jackson State? Like, you can go to Syracuse, you can go mm-hmm. here, you can go there. And I'm like, man, it was just a lot of whys and Dion's leaving and you can do so much better. Have you seen the facilities? And I'm like, man, like, you know where I come from? Like, mm. I come from something that's nothing and made it into something, mm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, obviously facilities are going to be different coming from Oregon, but it's like the facility don't make the player. The player make himself, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like how you handle yourself and where you at is going to better your situation and better you. So it was really a lot of a lot of negative comments, but – being a football player, being somebody of that caliber, you're going to get the negative. Uh, and you want to outweigh the negative with the good. So just coming really positive. It was a lot of positive, a lot of positive outcomes too with the uh, Jackson State community. It was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it to be how it was going to be. But I definitely uh, got a lot of love from the Jackson community, and I'm definitely thankful. So talk about it. Talk about that love. Was that through, obviously, I'm assuming social media because you had, hadn't been to Jackson at, at least at that point. So talk about how the outpouring of love from the Jackson State fans. It was it was great. It was uh just an instant love. Uh, people reaching out to me asking if I ever need anything or mm. come out of food spots and uh, mm. uh, chop it up, pictures, autographs already. And I've not made one play for Jackson State uh, mm. yet to set foot there yet. So it's like I'm like wow, this is amazing. So just to be around uh, my people and just to be welcomed by my people is just a lot for me. If that makes sense, you know. So yeah. I'm just really excited for that and really excited to definitely put on. Wow. Yeah, that's how it is, man. This is a family. Jackson State is a family. It's it's really like that throughout the HBCU community, but specifically with Jackson State, we'll welcome you with open arms. And you said you hadn't made a play yet. Well, just, just imagine when you do make a play. Imagine how it's going to be then. Or imagine when you actually get to town and you start mingling with the people, you'll really see that love. So that's how we are, man. We're excited to have you. Welcome to the family. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Now, you talked about, uh, you know, when you were hearing from the naysayers, they were, you know, you had to, you know, talk about the facilities and the negatives and things of that nature. And you would tell them, look, do you know where I'm from? So talk about that. Where are you from? And talk about that journey leading up to where you are now. Uh, Being being from New York, it was like it was really a basketball. New York is a basketball Mm -hmm. state. Let's just get it. It's a basketball state. So being from New York growing up, basketball, I love basketball, always love basketball. But I kind of had that that more physical anger in me so mm-hmm. my dad signed me up for football and it was it just took off from there so it's like where i'm from not a lot of people get out you would never thought that my mother still tell me today like wow i, w- I would have never thought you would be where you are today like mm. it's crazy with football and i'm like yeah i know because where we go where we from it's either people end up gang banging or you end up being mm-hmm. killed or you just in the streets or you're around the wrong crowd but my uh father and mother really did everything they could do um to keep me from putting myself in a negative environment to moving out of the negative areas to putting the family into into a better picture, if that makes sense. And I'm the only boy. I got six okay. sisters. I'm the only boy. Wow. I'm the youngest. That's all my wow. name is Seven. If anybody's wondering, okay. there you go. My name is Seven because <laughs> I'm the only boy. So, yeah, just growing up in the city, it's tough, you know. It's tough getting around. It's tough, uh, it's tough seeing people. It's tough uh, having friends. So, just my mother and father putting my head straight and narrowing down my options to only just to be great and just to be successful in life. So 
that's where I want to be. That's my goal. Good stuff. Good stuff. So you're from New York. Is that upstate New York? What part of New York? Oh, I was born in Rochester, then I moved down to the Bronx. Okay. Okay. Wow. So a culture shock. It's a difference being down in Mississippi in the South. So have you been in, have you been to Mississippi or at least have you been to the South at any point, an extended period of time? I've been to the South. I've never been to Mississippi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never been to Mississippi. I've been to the South. I've been to Alabama. I've been to Georgia. Okay. Uh, oh, well, you've been, you've been close enough. You got a taste of it. So, uh, you know, it'll be a little bit different for you, but not, that's not in a bad way. It's, it's all good. It's all love. You'll adapt. You'll adjust, especially, you know, I know a lot of New Yorkers. There's actually a lot of people from New York who have, uh, matriculated to Jackson is to go to Jackson State and I'm friends with a lot of them and you know, getting adjusted was a thing just the differences and how we go about doing things in Mississippi but once you get adjusted to it you'll love it again it'll be like home it'll be family right. now you, you touched on this as well but you know there's there's a, a misconception with some people that when someone transfers from a power five school to an FCS school especially an HBCU that they didn't have any other options but nothing could be farther from the truth for, for you because you know you missed it you had those power five offers and you had you could have pretty much going anyway anywhere so just talk a little bit more about the decision was it tempting at all to stay within the power five or, or what, what ultimately led you to decide to go outside of power five and specifically hbcu um it was very tempting obviously I had a numerous amount of schools hit me up um almost made the decision to end up going to miami or end up going to syracuse but i really just i don't know something just hit me like I was literally sitting there just talking to my mother and I just told her like, I just just want to do something different. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be the person to do something great and do something for my people that's great. So it was like, I don't know. I I, I sat and thought about it for a good three hours. I'm I'm talking Mm -hmm. to my mom for three hours on the phone. She was kind of shocked because we really don't be on the phone for that long. So Mm -hmm. she was like, what's going on? (laughs) You must in your mind talk to me. So I'm just just telling her like, mom, I just want to do something different. I want to do something great. And she just told me. Son, pray on it. Mm. Uh, look at the man above and just really pray on it. So it was really hard for me not to go power five, if I would say that, because mm-hmm. I'm asking people, I'm asking around, and they're saying the facilities, you were saying you might not get the coaching. But then ultimately, I came to the decision that it's going to be my decision and my choice where I go mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And this next decision that I make in my life is going to be crucial because mm-hmm. this next decision. It's a big decision. That's it. This is the one. It's a big decision. This is the one. Absolutely. It's like choosing Jackson State for me was the best decision. Gotcha. And talk about that decision to leave Oregon, because I know when you initially signed, I want to say you were the first signee of that of your class and you were uh, expected to be a huge part of their plan. So just share with us what you want to share about the experience and why you decided to leave. Um, Oregon is a great program. I have nothing bad to say about Oregon or Dan Lennon, his coaching staff. Dan Lennon is a a uh, hell of a coach and uh, will go to do great things in his career. But um, I played a lot for my freshman campaign coming into that stack 2019. I mean, 2021 class and 2020 team to 2021 year. Mm-hmm. I played a lot. Um, had a great spring game, spring game in the spring mm-hmm. uh, for Oregon. And it was just, I don't know. I kind of tweaked my hamstring and I just played a mental game with myself. So it was kind of hard to get back to where I wanted to be. And I just kept stacking days and stacking days and stacking days and then ultimately decided that Oregon was not the place for me. Like mentally, for me, like the rain and just being like cloudy and depressed all the time was, it really wasn't for me. But football program, uh, the staff, the teachers, academic advisors, everybody over there, um, 
if you are a recruit, you could consider Oregon. It's a great place, a great school. Nothing against it whatsoever. And it was just, for me personally, it was just for not for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And talk about your versatility on the field because you went to Oregon, I want to say as a running back, and then you switched to wide receiver. So uh, talk about that. And what position do you play? Do you prefer? Is there a preference? And uh, have you talked with uh, Coach Taylor about how you would be used in the Jackson State offense? I feel like I could, I'm going to play that put many things to the table. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I could play slot. You put me in the backfield. You put me in the outside. I feel like just put me somewhere where I can get the ball in my hand. I feel like um, I feel like you can put me anywhere in the field. Also, told Coach Taylor I can play defense too with safety. I was a hybrid in high school. Wow. Uh, racked up 121 tackles my uh, sophomore year in high school, 14 interceptions. So it's like, I feel like you can put me anywhere in the field. I just want to make plays, man. So I talked to Coach Taylor a lot, and um, they'll utilize me. Hopefully, utilize me a lot in the offense, uh, slot, outside yeah. position, at the running back position. So just can't wait to get ready for spring ball. Spring ball is coming up soon, so just can't no wait. Doubt. So since you can be utilized everywhere, do you have a personal preference? I know you'll get it done from anywhere on the field, but if you had to choose, if there's one play, two minutes to go, down seven, you're on the field, and you had to be lined up in one position, where would that be? In the outside, at the, uh, at the X or Z position. Okay. Definitely in the outside. Okay. All right. What's that height and weight? I'm only 5'10". I'm 185. I'm not that tall. For everybody that's wondering, asking like, is he 5'8"? Is he 5'9"? Yeah, that's why. I grew a few. I grew a few inches uh, over the oh. over the past couple of years. So I'm 5'10". Okay. Officially, okay. and um, I feel like I'm not that tall, but I can jump out the gym. My vertical is incredibly. It's great, and I got big hands, so I feel like I have an advantage for DBs that are taller than me. Thinking, oh, it's a cat. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I like to show you, show you better than I can tell you. So. I'm excited to show with Jackson what I can do, and I can't wait to get in front of the coaches, meet everybody, and go from there. That vertical, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's a video of you working out, and there's one in particular. I'm pretty sure you saw all the comments. We posted it, and it just blew up. It was like it it, almost like it went viral. But if you, it's kind of showing off your vertical. You went up to to get a a ball with, I think it was a one hand grab, and I saw one particular comment where someone said, "This can't be real. It's it's Photoshop." (laughs) I don't know if you saw that or not, but man, the vertical. Do you know what your vertical is? Uh, it's a forty-five. Last time I checked. Okay. All right. You can dunk the basketball, right? Oh yes, sir. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, we can't wait to get you on campus. It, uh, that spring is going to be e- epic, man, because a lot of talent coming in. Kudos to Coach Taylor and his staff and working hard, uh, bringing in guys. Obviously, it's coaching staff going in, players leaving. The transfer portal was crazy, but the way Coach Taylor has shaped this offense, uh, sh- shaped this roster, sorry, in such a short amount of time is absolutely phenomenal. So we are looking forward to it. When will you enroll? When will you be in town to get started? I'm officially a student of Jackson State. Uh, just got my J number and everything, so I'm okay. officially a student. Just waiting for these classes. I will be in town on Monday. Well, this upcoming night. Uh, class okay. starting the ninth. Um, and another thing, I would like to say, and shout out to my okay. teammates, man. Just, um, just bringing me in, just welcoming me. Um, everybody just reaching out. You know what I'm saying? Asking if I need anything. Asking uh, what do I need? Uh, what do I need to know about Jackson State? So just my teammates, really just taking them leadership roles and just really reaching out and uh, bringing me in as a brother, um, not as a, just some kid that's coming from Oregon, think he's all that. No, uh, it's a brotherhood, wow. really. really believe it's a brotherhood. So I just want to shout out my teammates and just shout out um, Jackson State in the whole, everyone who's helped me, everyone who's uh, been helping me throughout this process at Jackson State. And um, so I want to just thank everybody, man. It's just definitely been a blessing.
Definitely. And we can see it on social media, at least you, you guys kind of communicating and interacting with at least on the public posts that are out there through, through the comments and things of that nature and the retweets and the shares. And man, it, to us, it seems like you and a lot of the, your future teammates at Jackson State have all have known each other for years. I wouldn't know any different if you told me you've never met them, but always shouting you out, you know, Jesse Riley, Antonio Gold, the list goes on. And so I don't know if you have known if you had already known any of these guys, but it seems like that bond is really forming in a short amount of time before you even having met. Uh, yeah, I know uh, Hayden. I know uh, Riley. I know um, Herman Smith. I've been know I've been okay. I know Herman for like three, four years. I, I played with uh, Riley. Uh, I played okay. with uh, Hayden. So I know a few. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. all right, man. And uh, so, what are you looking forward to the most? I know it's a lot, but if you have to single out one or two things that you're really looking forward to, whether that's on campus, whether that's football, whether that's the city itself, what's that? I ain't gonna lie. There's one thing I'm definitely looking forward to. It's the food in the South. I'm, okay. I just feel like the food in the South is different. Uh, it's I feel different. like I just can't wait to get down there and get to Jackson and uh, try some food and just really fall in love. No disrespect to Oregon, but mm -hmm. I don't feel like Oregon got nothing on the South with food. Oh, it does. It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Man, and now that you mentioned your classes are going to be uh, starting soon. Have you, uh, well, what is your major? Because you've already been in Oregon. So what's your major? Um, I was a business administration major, but since I have a certain amount of credits and it transfers over differently, at Jackson State, I switched my major to uh, sociology so I can um, get my degree quicker and get my degree faster and then go back to school when I'm, while I'm still playing football or whatever I'm doing after it's all said and done at the college and get my business degree. All right. Awesome stuff. And for the fans who aren't following you on social media, go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Uh, Seven McGee on Instagram, Seven McGee on Twitter, Seven McGee on Facebook. And uh, uh, go Tigers, go Tigers. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Seven McGee, he will be lighting up a stadium near you very soon, as early as this spring. I'm looking forward to the spring game, man. So safe travels, and I can't wait to get to meet you, man. Let's go. All right.